0: Welcome to the NCLA Podcast. I am your host, Rachel Mann, and today we're joined by Lindsay Herbert, who is the assistant principal and the uh, career and technical education coordinator at the Life Ready Center at Lawton Public Schools. Be sure to expand upon the details of the podcast to learn more about Lindsay and more about her work and more about her school district and the great things happening here. But Lindsay, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast and learn more about the great work happening in CTE and And uh, just to start off, can you tell our audience about yourself and how you got involved with CTE and just a little bit about your CTE leadership journey?
1: Sure. Well, thanks for having me. We're really excited to share kind of my story plus what we're doing with Lawton Public Schools with CTE, along with some other opportunities that we're providing for our students. So thanks for inviting me. Um, I guess my journey with CTE started when I was probably a ninth grader in high school. I was an FFA, ag ed uh, student, and uh, showed livestock and grew up in southwest Oklahoma, and it was just something that you did, and so I began my CTE journey as a student, Um, and then I went on to um, college and um, majored in ag education and graduated from OSU and spent some time at Virginia Tech and uh, got a master's out there in agricultural education and came back home to my home high school and taught agricultural education for three years. Um, When I finished teaching there, I came to Lawton Public Schools. I've been with Lawton Public Schools for 10 years now. I taught seven of those years in an agricultural education classroom here across the district. We are a three high school district, and I had the opportunity to teach at two of the high schools. And two years ago, two and a half years ago, I came to the Life Ready Center as an assistant principal and became the coordinator for career and technology education through my time here at the Life Ready Center. And so working to basically build a CTE program for a lot in public schools has been a goal of mine since I became a teacher here in the district. Um, We had very few CTE programs. We had four agricultural education programs and one, two FACS programs when I became a teacher here. And I just thought that we weren't doing it justice. We do have a great partnership with our Uh, career tech here in the in Lawton, but I thought we weren't doing enough for our students. And so that's been a goal of mine when I started teaching, but plus when I became an assistant principal. And so that's been something that's really exciting for us is that we now have instead of five programs We now have 21 programs in the district. That is a huge
0: difference. Congratulations. That is is amazing. Wow. And that's, that's a pretty short time too to have that type of expansion. So I can't wait to hear more about it. Can you talk to us about the Life Ready Center, which you guys refer to as the LRC, is that correct? Yes, the LRC. How does the LRC address the evolving needs of students in terms of career and technical education?
1: Well, I think the first thing that you have to understand about this center and well at about Watton Public Schools is we are a three-district high school. We have, um, and we also have a virtual academy, alternative school, I guess that's the right word for it. So we have three high schools, one alternative school, And a virtual academy, and so what that means for us is sometimes we have to find three teachers to teach one subject in a in a town of you know 150,000 people. We are a military town, and so our population is very transient. So what we did when we created the Life Ready Center was bring an opportunity to students. It's not only a STEM center. But it's also a university center, and I can tell you a little bit more about that later. But we also have our career and technology education hub here at the center. And so we have an art gallery here. We have a global trading wall that uh, we just opened last week. That's for our business program. But basically, we've created an opportunity for students to be able to work across the district in one location, for students to have cross-curricular across town and building relationships not only with other students that go to different high schools, but an opportunity for students to work with some of the best teachers in the district here at the center with specialized curriculum that is career focused. And I think that's really an exciting thing that we've never had before.
0: And Lindsay, can you talk to us a little bit about how the whole concept came to be, the vision behind the creation of the Life Ready Center, which already sounds so amazing. And then just how it aligns with the broader goals of Lawton Public
1: Schools. Sure. So when our superintendent came to us and so I'll tell you I came on to the Life Ready Center after it was it wasn't a established it. I came on very early on, but my boss and and a counselor that's now an assistant principal with us, Mrs. Mahan, they created from January to May what this place was going to look like in August. And our superintendent had a vision that he wanted a STEM center. He wanted a place where students could grow and be a part of a community that built students that had a set of skills so that whenever they left the high school, that they were either enrolled at a university or a tech center when they graduated, or they were enlisted in uniform service of some kind or employed and had enough skills to do that. And so we call those the three E's. And I think that's a term around the country probably, but that's our goal. We want them employed enlisted or enrolled so that students have an opportunity to be successful and to go out and work in our communities not only just here but abroad and globally and feel like that they have enough skill set when they graduate law in public schools to be able to do that and so it becomes a really exciting thing but this vision came to be that we needed a place for students because trying to find teachers that can teach AP physics it's hard to find three teachers that can teach AP physics so we find one teacher we bring them to the Center and they teach AP Physics for us. And all three high schools have the opportunity to enroll students in AP Physics. And so that's been kind of the concept and where it initiated from. And then after that, so we have a STEM a STEM program here that is in partnership with Great Plains Technology Center. They have three teachers that instruct on our campus and they are the introduction to engineering classes and the computer integrated manufacturing. They're the two core classes and we teach robotics, aviation, and renewable energies. Through that program. And so that's a direct partnership and direct pipeline to our technology center. And so that's one of the other ways. We've also established 17 career pathways for students that are based around career and technology education and what they can do, even if they choose to go a concurrent route or enroll in college later. They can take classes at the high school level, they can take classes at the concurrent level. And then they also can go to Great Plains Technology Center. And so we've really aligned these pathways to be able to let the students have a choice. And I think that's really exciting for us as our students have not had the choices that they've had right now previously. And so everybody comes into this center and says, wow, I wish this would have been something that I had whenever I went to school here. And so that's really exciting, too. Well,
0: and the student choice piece, that's something that I'm a huge fan of because so many kids just don't know how to think for themselves when they leave high school. So that's a great way for them to really be able to have the autonomy and take ownership of their learning early on and to start making those decisions. So that's fantastic. For folks listening in, be sure to click on the link to the website as well for additional information. But they talk some about this partnership between Cameron University and Great Plains Technology Center, which you just mentioned some about the Technology Center. Can you talk about what these partnerships, um, how that helps to advance the work happening at the LRC?
1: Sure. So part of what we do is we offer concurrent enrollment for students. And so we do that through Cameron University as sophomores. And so that's a really an a different uh, situation than most places. Most places can concurrently enroll students as juniors in high school. Um, we have built a partnership through the Oklahoma Regents as well as Cameron University to allow sophomore students to be able to take college classes for free. All Lawton public school students have their tuition fees and books paid for. And It is an opportunity in a Title I school that any student that qualifies, if their grade point average is good enough, if their ACT scores are good enough, or their pre-SAT scores are good enough, and they qualify and they get in, they go for free. And so we have made that an opportunity for our students. But the cool thing about the LRC is we offer college classes on our campus for Lawton Public School students. They're taught with professors that have been vetted through Cameron University, but some of those actually work for a lot in public schools. Some of them come onto our campus from Cameron University, but they're taught on our campus. So students that are sophomore, we're talking 14, 15, 16 year old students don't have to go to a college campus and take those classes. We get to have them here at the center, give them a little more love, give them a little more stability before they decide that they want to go over to campus if they so choose. But they can take sophomore, junior and senior classes here at the center. And they're also counted for dual credit towards their high school graduation. And our goal with that that we're going to graduate hopefully next year and maybe the year after if we don't get one next year that our students are graduating with associate's degrees before they graduate with our high school diplomas. And so we are so excited about that opportunity and that partnership with Cameron University. The other partnership with Great Plains Technology Center is that they offer things that we don't offer. We offer some courses that are the lead or introduction to the programs that they have over at the Great Plains Tech Center, but they're not the exact same. And so we believe that we're providing students that know what they want to take, that they're gonna be better students when they leave us and enroll at a tech center and so that they can flourish while they're there, so that they're not doing the exploratory work whenever they enroll as a junior. They can't enroll until they're a junior or a senior at Great Plains Tech. And so what we're doing from their freshman and sophomore years here at the center is trying to figure out what they want to do, what they want to be involved in, and what that looks like for them, so that whenever they get to be older, they can decide Set those skills up so that they'll be successful when they graduate. For the Cameron University
0: piece, on average, how many credits are students graduating with? I know you mentioned that the goal is to have them all graduating with an associate's degree, but what are they currently able to leave with?
1: So we started that program with sophomores last year. In previous, it had just been juniors and seniors. Last year, we had students graduating with as many as forty-four credits, um, but those students weren't able to take sophomore credits, and so we expect somewhere around 50 credits for those students that started juniors and seniors but hopefully 66 is what's going to get them an associate's degree so we're anywhere from 40 to 66 credits by the time they're finished
0: what a jump start on life that's phenomenal
1: and they do it for free which is the most fantastic part of all of it that is huge. Well, and that leads right into the
0: next question, which is creating equitable educational opportunities for all students. Can you talk about this portion of what LRC is doing to contribute to that equitable educational piece for every student that attends?
1: Sure. So we welcome all students to our center. If we've got something they want and they qualify for the programs, they're more than welcome to enroll. As long as they're ninth through 12th grade, we are a high school center. And so that limits. To those students, but any student that's an LPS student is eligible to attend as long as they can manage the uh, responsibility of being at the center. It is different. We try to make it a college atmosphere, a grown-up atmosphere. Students need sometimes just a little bit more time to mature and to be able to take care of business like they need to. But overall, every student is welcome to come and be a part of the center and to learn and grow here. Um, I mentioned earlier about having one teacher instead of having to find three teachers to teach one subject. And so that's been a really equitable opportunity for students. They get the best education they possibly can from one teacher that's most suited to teach that class. We have great teachers across the district, but some subjects are just really hard to find instructors for. And so that's really helped because at one time before we opened this center, we may have offered one course at one high school, but it wasn't offered at another one because we didn't have a teacher to teach it. Well, now this center allows students to be able to take whatever course they want, as long as it's offered with LPS. We also bus students from every high school, every hour of every day. We have about 15 bus routes that run in and out of the center um, to get students in and out. We run three bell schedules here. And so that students can take blocked concurrent classes, blocked STEM classes, blocked CTE classes, but also single off hours that they come in and out. Our superintendent's initiated free breakfast for all students um, about three years ago. And so every student gets to eat breakfast for free here. And then we also serve lunch here. And so it's an opportunity for students to not only get their meals at school, but also to have an opportunity for equitable education across the district. And we just think that's really special.
0: That really is special. Wow. And it really is an example of what needs to be happening in education. Having multiple schedules, I'm sure that's so complicated. it would be so much easier to do it the way that so many other schools are doing it but you're making it to where it works for everyone and just gives more opportunities for kids. So kudos to you and your district because this is just amazing just hearing you talk about how you're creating this model for what education can be.
1: Well, thank you. It's really special. Um they talk about school choice within a school and so we're a satellite campus. We're not a campus that they stay at all day and so we think that that's different than most other schools around. Absolutely.
0: And can you talk about the Academic Resource Center at the LRC and how it supports students with their learning journeys?
1: Sure. So most people would like to call that the library, um, but we've really turned that into a Learning Commons, a student-based center. Our um, librarian jokes that she might be the loudest librarian there ever was, and and she is, but she's also a uh, concurrent professor for Cameron University. And she teaches principles of communication. And she just has worked so diligently to make sure that the Learning Commons is a place students want to come. She told me yesterday um, that she had a student that came in and was like, oh, Mrs. Durant, I have to go. I don't want to leave the library today. <laughs> and so she sure giggled and laughed. And she was like, well, you have to make your best. So you better go. But that just makes a the atmosphere of the Learning uh, Resource Academic Center is just really fantastic. But we carry high-speed computers there, flexible seating, but we actually have book and virtual references. And the what makes it really special is that all of the reference materials, it's not like a traditional library. They can have the traditional libraries where they check out their reading books and all of those things at their high school. But here they can check out reference materials that go along with their coursework that they're doing, almost like a college Library and it's made with bookstore shelving and students are working with reading clubs and doing book reads. And she brings in just different people that work in literature and tutors for the Cameron University students. And it is just really impressive how she's made it a really a hub for the center of the school, the heartbeat of the school. All the kids go there. Our college students only go to class either Monday or Wednesday or Tuesday, Thursday for classes. So all of them have Friday off and you would just be amazed at how many college students come in on Fridays spend their mornings or afternoons in the library working with the internet that is fast and that they have booths that they can sit in and be, you know, silent booths so that they can work or with group projects. It's just really an amazing place that students feel able to express themselves, but also able to learn in.
0: And the fact that they're coming in on a Friday when that's a day that they do not have to be there, that just shows they are really owning their learning and they're invested in what's happening. So that sounds like a, just a beautiful scenario that shows how well everything is working. And Lindsay, can you share, and you've talked some about the vision to have everyone be able to graduate with the associate's degree, and you've already expanded so much from when, from when you first started with Lawton Public Schools. How do you envision the future of the LRC in terms of expanding its offerings and the impact on student readiness? for life after high school?
1: Well, right now we've got um, in the works for, and if you can believe it, we're already talking about enrollment for fall of 24. And I came from a meeting a couple days ago where we started talking about new pathways and the things that we're going to roll out in the fall of next year. But we've got to get that bulletin ready for those students to enroll in so that we know what we need for the fall. And so we've established An additional seven pathways to roll out in 2024. And so we're really excited about those, but they're based in workforce development and it's different. It's things that we've really never worked in here at this center. And so we're really excited about those seven new pathways. We have them in manufacturing, uh, maintenance tech manufacturing. We have health sciences. There's going to be two runs on that pathway, a sports medicine and a patient care pathway on those. And then we've got a new cybersecurity pathway. And so we're really excited about what that does for students and how that broadens their horizons and the certificates that can be gained from that. And I think that the certifications is something that's super important for our students. We offer certifications in 10 courses right now at the center. And as we move forward, we're going to add more to those, but through our curriculum that we use, they're industry-based certifications. And that has really worked great for our students. We have students that are currently certified in floral design. We also have them certified in vet assisting. And so some of those students are working in industry already, and they haven't even graduated high school because they have that certification that they earned here at the center. But we also have, we're working on a manufacturing credential and building partnerships with what we call Industrial West here in Lawton. It's a great, uh, there's Goodyear, Bar-S, Republic Paperboard, among many others, that we're working on a micro-credential for those companies to say, if they go through, through these courses and do these exact things that they're going to be hireable in, in industry, in industrial park West for us. And that's really big for our community, but also really big for our students. Along with that, we're building a pipeline, um, starting with our our elementary schools. We have maker spaces in every elementary that our students can arrive and go to every week. They have a teacher that is specifically made for maker space. They design projects and things for students to be able to think outside the box. And that's at the elementary level. So that's pre-k through five for Lawton. And then after that, when they get to the middle school, so that's sixth through eighth grade, they have an opportunity to take a lot in technical application program and so that exposes them to careers and hands-on learning styles that they might not have thought that they might be interested in. So some of those are plumbing and woodworking and farm-to-table programs. And so those give those students an opportunity to put their hands on something and start working in the trades and in industry to see, man, maybe this is what I want to do instead of whatever I thought I wanted to do. And so that gives them an opportunity to do that. And then those students then transfer into the LRC if they so choose. Um, But we have some really great programs at the high schools as well. We have an aviations program at one of our high schools, and we have a court program at another one. And so we're working really diligently across the district to provide students an opportunity to vastly discover what they want to do when they get out of high school. You hear so often that students say, oh, they didn't teach me that. Well, we're trying to make sure that whenever our students graduate, that they know they were taught the skills and things that they need coming out of our center, coming out of their high school, that they can really flourish and really uh, feel like that they learned something and it was valuable to them. And so I think that that's, as we think about what we do to expand and envision the future, is just an opportunity for students to continue workforce development for whatever that looks like in their life. And so I think that that's so important um, as we continue to think about what students want and what students need, but also building community industrial partnerships And community business partnerships for our students to say, hey, we've got great students. You need to hire a lot in public school students. And I think that's really, as we think about the future, that's where we're headed. Well, and it sounds like everything that you're doing is
0: creating very much of a preferred hiring model where people are, you're going to have that reputation where people want your students and kids are proud to be able to say that This is where they went to school and these are certificates and degrees that they were able to leave with. I'm excited just hearing about it and thinking about Folks from across the country being able to lean in and replicate some of what's happening because this is an exemplar of what should be happening within CTE and within education.
1: Well, we sure appreciate that. We've, uh, we, we joke because we say, you know, we were trying to row a boat as we build it. We started with 21 classes two and a half years ago and now we're almost at 80. And so, and we started with about 400 students and now we're at about 1600. And so it is an exciting growth, but oh my goodness, it's a lot of students and a lot of uh, things that have happened over the course of two and a half years.
0: And it's a lot of people who've had a vision and buy-in to be able to come together to make this happen. Those are things that don't happen by accident. So Kudos to you and your staff. And if folks want to reach out to learn more or possibly come and visit, is that something that we can share your contact information?
1: Absolutely. We give tours all the time. We'd sure love to show you what's happening at Lawton Public Schools across the district. We're really proud of what we're doing. And so feel free to email or call or come by and visit. We'd sure love to show it to you. That is fantastic. And for the folks who are
0: listening in, Be sure to, again, expand on the details to be able to access the link and learn more about Lindsay and her work and her contact information. And if you would like to be a guest on a future episode, or if there are topics that you would like for us to address, please email info at ncla-cte.org. And thanks again, Lindsay.
1: Thank you for having me.